back to the Successful AF Podcast with your hosts, Ashley and Fiona. Hi, Faye. Hi, Ash. So we want to start out this episode by saying how grateful we are for everyone that listened. We genuinely thought that we'd have maybe like yeah, 30 listeners. I literally <laughs> went into my networking group and I was like, yeah, my goal um, for the podcast is 50 listeners by March. Okay. And um, yeah, we surpassed that. We actually hit 150, right? We're at like wo- almost 170 right now. Oh my I god! Checked this morning. Wow. Yeah. So we genuinely did not expect that at all, and we're so so thankful to everybody that came out and listened. We did not expect it at all. We got so many messages from people who we haven't talked to in years who went out of their way to listen to the podcast. So seriously. And reach out to us. So yeah. thank you for telling us. Yeah, that seriously, really, like, that too. It wasn't us. just like they were trolling us. <laughs> like they, they genuinely were like, great job, guys. And yeah. we were like, oh, my God, like, yeah. how are you? <laughs> I'm so happy to find out that all my exes are listening to this podcast. <laughs> um, it's really a brand new way to stalk me in my life. I'm doing really well. Thank you for checking in. (laughs) (laughs) If you're listening, you will be talked about on this podcast, but I already warned you, so. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Okay. So, Fiona, how's it going? What's new with you? (laughs) Everything's good. I'm really excited because I'm going to Disney next week for college dancing nationals and also just with my boyfriend so yes i'll be watching from the screens at home we're super excited fiona and i were on a college dance team together for our associate degree and then went to different schools for our bachelor's degree and we're then on two different dance teams then and we didn't compete against each we other we were in the same division but we competed at the same competition yeah, yeah. so we like supported each other still from different teams <laughs> anyway so i was on sony brook dance team and my best friend is still competing on the team so i'm super excited to support them this week and i hope that they do really well um but after nationals we're going to disney with me and my boyfriend and he is not a disney person so he needs to brace himself for what's about to come i did warn him that i'm a 6 a.m wake up run to the park kind of girl um he said as long as i have my cup of coffee it's okay and i was like wow you're so great to me yeah supportive yeah um my mom i told my mom about like this whole situation <laughs> and she was like fiona you need to be easy on him because he's not a disney person he's he you doesn't gotta, understand like, the vibe into it like yeah, the first day go it. late the second no, day. no 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 no. there's no late there's no late mm. we have two days to spare in disney we have four parts to hit i have a list i have an itinerary in google oh docs God, you're one of, of those. everything we're doing you're one of those yes i am one of those it's color coded <gasps> we i'm not uh-uh, I'm not fucking around. Oh We're going to Disney. Oh, my God. And it has to be... I'm a big... Okay, this is how I feel about it. I like to go in the morning early, hit all the rides at one park. Then I like to go back to the room midday when the parks get super busy and, like, chill. And then I like to go back at, and like, 3 p.m. till, like, the end of the day. Wow. Because I feel like that's the best way for me to get to See, hit every park. See, here's the thing is that when I went to Disney... We stayed after the college nationals and did a couple parks and stuff on our own. And day one was like super chill because my family had bought one ticket to that specific park. Mm -hmm. So we had hoppers, but we couldn't, you know, hop because they only had bought Magic Kingdom. So we spent the entire day in Magic Kingdom and then we left them. And I, I don't remember what we did that night, but we did something else. And then the next morning, we were going to do the, n- it was, this was back 
2020? Our senior year was 2020. 2020. Yeah, Yeah, that January. So it was right when that Star Wars ride came out. Mm -hmm. Yeah, Rise of the Resistance. We got there at 6 Mm a.m. and did the boarding passes. Yeah. And then got we got on the ride at like 10 a.m. or something like yeah. that. Like it wasn't bad, so we hit everything else and then went back there, which was yeah. nice. So that was the one and only time I did that. I will never ever do it again. It was yeah. miserable. It was pitch black outside but at 6 a.m. Literally, it was still literally, so cold. I went that year. I went because that was when like Rise of the Resistance had just yeah. come out, and I went and did the same thing. Yeah with my team and i was literally walking down the streets of hollywood studios at six in the morning and yeah. me and my friend melissa were so exhausted we were like I, this feels like a turkey trot with a bunch of disney adults <laughs> and i just like i can't do this right now <laughs> turkey trot. it literally you know what like like that's the same mentality the like the people that wake up that early on thanksgiving morning for a turkey trot like that's no, a disney dis- adult yes in Hollywood Studios at yes. six in the morning, yes. like I, I'm not. I remember sitting there, and I literally was like, <laughs> I was half asleep, I think. Like, and we were just waiting, looking at our phones, and everybody was doing the same thing, like waiting yeah. for the clock to turn. And I remember, like, and then you run. It's yes. like everyone just runs. Yeah, it's, it's so but funny. I literally remember like leaning on the person I was with, and like they literally were holding up my entire <laughs> body weight as I like slept standing up at 6 a.m. in the park. It's so funny because, like, we would go as a team on – so our tradition on Stony Brook is, like, Monday morning we would go to Flight of Passage, which is, like, the Avatar ride. Yes. And, and like, the whole point is you, you get there at 7 a.m. when the park opens. That's what we do is we run there. And we warned the team. Like, we did tell them what to expect. What and it's still, like, the noobs like yeah, on okay. the team. Like, the newbies. And we did warn them. The but noobs. they still – they still fall behind. I'm uh. like, you did understand. Like, we trained for this. Like, we <laughs> did 6 a.m. workouts for months. Yeah, the, the competition train. doesn't actually matter. The it competition doesn't matter. All that matters is the run in the morning to pass. fly to passage. Because you know what? If you're 20 minutes later, you're that's done. a three-hour wait yeah. versus, like, a 30-minute wait. Yeah. And then you hop on the ride first thing in the morning, and then you can do whatever you want the rest yeah. of the day. Because really, that's it. one of the only ones that matters in Animal and Kingdom. And it's a really, really good ride. Yes. So I don't mind doing that. Yeah. And I will say, I was trying to explain this to Liam, that whole um, area is just, like, really soothing in oh, the morning. Yes. Like, at least it's not. It's, like, birds it and, like, waterfalls. It was, like, 9 a.m., and I remember I had one of those slushy drinks. <laughs> She's like, give me a vodka slushy at 9 a.m. <laughs> I literally was like, I'm in Disney. This ride has like a I mean, two to three hour wait. It was so cold. No. I remember shivering as I was holding this slushy drink. But that went down and it was the best drink of my life. To be fair, like no rules apply in Disney. I no. eat like Mickey ice cream bars for breakfast in Disney. <laughs> Are the best. They're so if there's good. anything I miss, it's those. It's that. Bring it's me one back. Definitely that. It's gonna be melted. No, it'll be fine. They sell it's them in so the stores cold. now. Okay, well then get me one. <laughs> okay. Anyway, so I'm going to Disney and I'm really looking forward to this this week i'm trying to get a lot of work done before i leave so that way i come home and i'm not like bombarded by With all work, this work yeah, yeah. but because i really want to go and enjoy myself and not even bring my laptop oh oh yeah i probably will just in case anything <laughs> goes wrong but <laughs> when ashley's texting me if, if i like this edit for the podcast yeah um but i'm genuinely gonna try to enjoy myself and 
drink around the world until I die. So, yeah, <laughs> I didn't make it that far. Again, did slushy drinks <laughs> at like <laughs> seven o'clock at night, which is like a little bit more acceptable. The mango in margaritas Epcot? in Mexico. That was best. what I had. It was the slushy uh, one, right? Yeah, the mango. So marks. I had that. Or the that you got like the the triple one. It's like three different ones. I think. No. Oh, you did. I didn't like one of them. I think oh, one of them's okay. lime, and I'm not a lime person. Oh, I person. like the mango one. So, but when we were doing that again, we're you're in. Disney in January and you think like oh Florida like it's gonna be hot no it's freezing no it was so cold I remember I had my fleece on with my windbreaker too and it was so cold the attendants there like had to take off their gloves to take pictures of us like it was bad and it was so cold and here I am no gloves with this freezing cold <laughs> slushy drink <laughs> shivering my mouth and all the pictures is like dyed like red orange like for whatever i was drinking <laughs> one of them was blue my my teeth and my lips and stuff are blue and i was shivering like you could tell how cold i is the, the live is like shaky no i was just telling liam this too because i was like make sure you pack like warm Jackets. clothes because it's so hard to prepare. Like, I feel like every time I've went to Disney in January, I it's had to go mess. back to the room and change yes. before I went back to the parks, like, later at night. Yeah. Because it's – I was just checking the weather for this week, like, this upcoming week. 76 during the day, 42 at night. Yeah. I'm like, oh, my God. So, I'm going to be wearing shorts and a T-shirt, and then I'm going to be wearing a full jacket <laughs> with scarves and boots. Puffle like jacket. I'm like, great. <laughs> Like, this is great. No, literally. <laughs> like, yeah, it's, it's the it's night. Cold. Once and the it's sun like goes you down. can't you can't just not stay at Disney at night. You have to see no, the fire. No, it's totally the best part. Yeah. yeah. Like you have to. Like it's that's not even like oh, once it gets cold, we'll leave. Mm-hmm. No. No, 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 yeah, no. that's why I'm going to drink around the world and the alcohol okay. will just warm me up. I thought the same thing, but then you're you're, you're drinking a drink. slushy. Okay, yeah, well, don't get a slushy. I'm, I'm going to get a slushy. You. <laughs> Okay, then you're going to be the, cold. The Mango Marg slushies and the Frosé in France are my top oh, two drinks. I got I got some kind of like cheese, warm cheese and <gasps> bread. In France. <gasps> yes. Yes. I think it's that was like it. a, oh it's like God. a bread bowl with like warm so cheese. So good. So good. You know what me and Ashley think is the most underrated restaurant or quick service? Are you going to say Taco Bell? No. What? <laughs> in Disney World. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Not in oh, real life. I, I you know, know what it is. One. Wait, wait. Can we wait. say it at the same time? I don't know if it's going to be the same one. <laughs> Andy's <laughs> lunch. <laughs> oh okay. No, it's literally oh so good. Oh my god, the grilled cheese there. They, yeah, and they have like a they oh. have like a they have a Nutella and marshmallow like sandwich. No. Uh, no. The grilled cheese. No, the grilled That's cheese it. is really good. That's it. And it's cheap. It's the cheapest it's, like yeah. place ever. I literally got Land. one. And it was like it's tiny because it's like a kids meal grilled cheese. Housed it, got two more right after. Like I was Housed like, it. Oh. <laughs> I was like, oh, this is like the best grilled cheese I've ever had in my entire life. It was really if good. Anybody tries to make me a grilled cheese or try to order it anywhere? Was there anything special mind, about it? So I looked up the recipe for it. They use like three different types of cheeses, mm. but rather than butter for the bread, like when you grill it, mm. they use mayo. Mm. Yeah, it's like a combination of like so mayo they, they and put butter. Mayo like and then they butter put might be it. in the middle, but mayo is on it. And then there's like they use a whole bunch of like sauce, um, not sauces, seasoning. Like mm-hmm. gr- garlic powder is in it. You know, salt, pepper. Wow. Yeah, I tried remaking it. Did mm. not do it justice. 
so i was also cutting when i did it so it was like i was like teaspooning the mayo like counting out every ounce that i did yeah it was a little insane yeah i gotta try it when like i just don't care yeah so but yeah 10 out of 10 andy's lunchbox grilled cheese so yeah i'll check back when I get back from Disney, oh, tell you how I'm my so trip went. I'm gonna have that. <laughs> I'm also obsessed with with rides and roller coasters. So yeah, I not. have not been on a roller coaster since January of 2020, and I am so excited to just experience that again because I just yeah. love like the thrill of. I them. don't even. I think it's been. Because I usually go to Six Flags a lot in the summer, but with COVID, I haven't been. Yeah. So I literally haven't I think been it's on been a ride. Since 2020 since for me, too. Yeah. Probably Disney 2020. Cause yeah. It's been COVID and a lot's been going on. So, yeah. I haven't been on a lot of rides. So it's very sad. So, on this week's topic, we want to talk about how our lives changed, our career paths got redirected, and our mindsets shifted when the pandemic hit in 2020. So, Fiona, would you like to go first? Sure. So tell us where you were mm-hmm. a little bit before the pandemic and then go into where you were when the pandemic hit. Okay. So we briefly talked about how Ash and I were in Disney World um, January 2020 mm-hmm. for nationals. Everything was still pretty normal then. Yeah. For me personally. I think after that, when we started to go home, that's when things started to get kind of crazy. Yeah, so that's when I saw the shift. I remember being on the plane ride home, and me and my teammates literally were making fun of people who, and this is literally horrible, like we were horrible people, (laughs) but (laughs) we literally saw people wearing masks and like wiping down their seats, and we were like, oh my god, those people are so crazy, like why would they ever do that? And looking back, it's so funny to even think that we said that, but like it was so not normalized yeah that, like yeah it was literally like we saw that and we were like oh my god those people are literally germaphobe and like crazy people like that's crazy why would they ever do that i had a very similar experience in february i started my other job where i travel every single weekend for a dance competition so we start usually february through may and i was so excited to start the season i was traveling in february and i remember the night before I was about to travel, it was, like, all over the news, like, with this this virus going around. And I was with my friend at the airport, and he his mom had told him to wear a mask and be safe. And people in the airport were wearing a mask. And I was like, are they joking? Like, are they – they're just yeah, hypochondriacs. Like, what's, what's like what is going people? on? I was like, like yeah. we're fine. Like, we're literally going to be fine. I was not <laughs> – I didn't was not taking it seriously at all. I didn't think anything. Well, it wasn't even at that time. It wasn't like in the country. So then I would say it started to get really serious. I think I was about to go out for my third weekend in March, I think. Mm -hmm. And I remember leading up to that week, I like went to go get my hair done, like all these regular things in my life. And all of a sudden everything was canceling, like everything was shutting down. Mm -hmm. They closed all these places and my event got canceled that I was supposed to leave for the next morning and dance competition shut down. And I was like, okay, this is when this (laughs) is serious. Yeah. I was like, oh my God. So I actually went to uh, visit my friend in New Jersey and everything was fine then also. When I was there, I got an email from Stony Brook that classes were going virtual or we were taking two weeks off, whatever it was. Yeah. And everything was like moved. And I was just I was mad because one of my midterms got canceled and I was studying 
up all night studying for this midterm and I was so pissed. I was like, are they joking? Like they're going to cancel my midterm because of a virus. Like, are we kidding? But my, my, (laughs) (laughs) I was just mad because I spent all that time studying and then they just ended up moving it like virtual and I didn't need to study that hard for it. So you still needed to study for it. No, Anyway, no one needs to study that for virtual (laughs) Trust me. Yeah. No, St. Joe's went virtual for about a week and then two weeks. And then three and then weeks, sudden, and then we it was completely, completely online. Done. But it was still so new. Mm-hmm. I don't know about you, but we had so many technical difficulties. Like, my yeah. professors, like, did not know what they were doing. Like, it was still so new. They didn't know how to use Zoom. Like, it was still, like, this weird thing where, like, you know, I wasn't showing my camera, and I was like, oh, it's broken. And they were like, okay. <laughs> yeah, like, <laughs> so no one knows. I'm, like, I'm like laying in bed napping during class. Like, no, no one knows. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, I think it was just weird to have such a time of uncertainty. Yeah. Like, right as we felt like our lives were coming together and we were just about to finish yeah. our four years of college and start our careers. And then all of a sudden, there is this big pandemic happening. Yeah. And we're like, okay, I, like, I don't get to finish out like college and everything's virtual yeah. and what does this mean for our future and it was just so much yeah it was so overwhelming mental health wise for everyone and like especially for us too i think because yeah well i think i didn't believe it for me a really too long i was time. in denial not not the pandemic like i'm not saying that mm-hmm. i'm saying like when school shut down for a week like i believed it would like only be a week uh-huh like i was like oh okay like we'll be back in a week like yeah. we'll be back at dance in a week and you know we'll be back doing everything normal in a week And obviously that was not the case. And I think it was just such a whirlwind of like emotions, like each week. Yeah, each week it was a new emotion for me. Yeah, Yeah. it was like, oh, well, classes are canceled for a week. Great. I have this week (laughs) off. How amazing. Oh, well, classes are virtual this week. Oh, like that's really weird. Like, okay, you know, it was just very, very weird. Like the entire situation in the beginning because it was just Mm -hmm. so overwhelming. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. And I think for me personally like on a more emotional mental health note I struggled a lot during the pandemic because this was the first time in my life that I wasn't completely distracting myself with work and school school and dance and all these things and I had gone through a really bad breakup in August of 2019 and then I just like headfirst into my senior year of college like going out every weekend super excited head first into school and dance team and everything and then all of a sudden my life just came to a standstill and I was alone in my house having to think about all these things that I was suppressing for months yeah and it was so overwhelming and it was the first time that I genuinely learned how to be alone with my thoughts and I think it was one of the best things that could have happened to me because I probably would have just kept racing through life and like never stopping and thinking about anything yeah and I think it's a big reason that I like wanted to start therapy and a lot of people went into therapy after the pandemic and realized it was so accessible and how much we truly need it in our lives yeah so that was very eye-opening for me I I just feel like in the beginning of the pandemic it was just I mean the one emotion I feel like I can remember is just being so scared like I genuinely was like 
oh, this is nothing. Like, in a week, we'll be fine. But then, like, it started to get scarier mm-hmm. and scarier and scarier. And I just feel like the cases got closer and closer and closer. And I was actually working at a reception job where we were considered essential staff. So I was there during the pandemic throughout the entire thing i never stopped working and like i was there with my mask on granted i was like in an area that like i'm kind of by myself so i wasn't too worried but then you hear about how this person who you work with got it and this person quit because they didn't want to get it we lost like over 50 staff members or something like that like it was crazy because nobody wanted to work during the pandemic Not that they didn't want to, but they were genuinely afraid for their families. Like, they were so terrified of bringing something home. And I was like, well, I need the money, so (laughs) here we are. But I remember, like, almost every single day I went into work, like, I was so scared. Mm -hmm. And then finally, like, you know, my hours led up there because they had gotten somebody else. And, you know, I felt a little bit better. I was doing online school. I was teaching dance online. And it was just a completely new experience. I remember, like, just living like i had my office set up like in my living room like it was my house is not big at all so like (laughs) my kitchen was like my office and like i was just eating drinking all day every day like i started to like take my dog for walks outside and if you know me i do not do that dude i used to walk i was looking at why i walked like all day every day just because i literally needed to get out you of the needed house to get out i just needed something. to like get fresh air yeah. i needed to move my body i could not sit in my bed and watch yeah. netflix anymore like i was overwhelmed but on a more positive note i think that during the pandemic and during those first few months of uncertainty i felt a lot of comfort in knowing that everyone was in the same boat mm-hmm. and no one knew what was going to happen and I see I didn't find comfort in that see but I, that's that's nice I think no I think <laughs> that like looking back like I had I was concerned about obviously the pandemic and safety and about my future but I felt almost comfort in knowing that the whole world was at a standstill yeah and that by me not continuously like working on myself every day and like doing all of these crazy things for mm-hmm. myself and working all the time it was okay that I was just sitting down and breathing and yeah, because everybody else in the world was doing it too. Yeah. And, and I think it helped me find the things that really truly mattered. Like, I think when you get to such a low point as a country in that way, I, I remember making a list of like the things that I really, really cared about and like the things that in the future, if I was, if this ever happened to me again and I was stuck in a house, like what I really, really Would valued. Do, yeah. And like what, yeah. And like who I wanted to be around. And like I knew I was like, okay, I need to be with someone, like a partner that is very supportive and patient and all these things because this is how I'm reacting in this situation. And I need to make sure that I'm with someone who is going to down that. Yeah, exactly. Than amplify it. Yeah. I, I think looking back, I kind of wish I used the time a little bit more wisely. Like I, I, I was working like three part-time jobs at the time. One of them being the essential worker. So majority of them, one of them went remote. One of them ended up shutting down completely. It was a wedding venue hall. So that was not happening. And then the last one was the essential worker one. So I was still working at that one. But I really wish I took the time to, like, take a step back from everything 
and kind of realized what I wanted a little bit sooner. So on that note, I definitely did realize it. But it wasn't until a few months into the pandemic when everything was really shut down, more like the summertime, that I was sitting home and I had always had an interest in real estate. And it was something that was always on the back burner. Never thought it was logistically possible because it's such a career path that is really risky a lot of people view it as and you know now that I'm in it I'm like this is great like I don't think it's risky at all but I could understand why people think that and I could understand why people wouldn't want to jump headfirst into it but I was sitting at home and I figured if there's any time to do this it's now while I'm literally sitting home doing nothing and I went online and I started my real estate course and that's what you know, led me to being a real estate agent today. I don't think if the pandemic ever hit, I would have taken the time to ever sit down and get my real estate license. And I would not be where I am today. And that's so monumental because like I just looking back, like genuinely, if nothing happened the way it did, I would not be where I was today. So on a positive note, I am a little bit more grateful that I had the time to do that. Yeah, I completely agree. I was just telling Ashley before that right before the pandemic hit, probably in like February, I was about to finish my bachelor's degree in May and I was considering if I was going to get a job right away or if I wanted to get my master's and I was going back and forth and all this stuff and I think when the pandemic hit, I was like, okay, well, I'm just going to go apply to this MBA program because at my school there was an option for an accelerated program that I could get into that was only a year so when the pandemic hit I was like okay I feel like there's a lot of uncertainty in the job market right now so I feel like I shouldn't go out and try to look for a job because all these people are losing their jobs and now it's going to be like these people that have five plus years of experience are going to be taking these entry level jobs just because they need one to support their families. So I was like, OK, this is my chance to sit back and just go headfirst into an MBA program for a year while there's all this other uncertainty in my career. So I fully decided to do that. And I started that fully virtual in August of 2020. And that's where I met my boyfriend. So that's kind of crazy that she i saw him never on a zoom <laughs> class and was like oh that guy in that square literally looks so cute i call him my zoom boyfriend because <laughs> that's literally like when we when we tell people that story people are so shocked that that's because like just a quick backstory my boyfriend we went to the same school for undergrad but he lived four hours away upstate. So when we were in the MBA program virtually, he was nowhere near me. And we were in the middle of a pandemic. So I was like, this is my chance to be single. I'm not going to meet anyone. But again, you know, like we talked about but last again, week, Fiona can't be single for more than four but months. But again, one so man on Zoom <laughs> DMs me on Instagram. And now we're dating for a year. So <laughs> it's, it's I don't know what's going on in my life. Yeah. But yeah, so I met him and that was great. But in terms of my career, I think that the pandemic really opened up all these doors for social media mm -hmm. because I feel like it was so eye-opening to see all these businesses just completely shatter and like crumble. Close. Yeah. yeah, and just close because everything went virtual and everything yeah. relied on social media and even restaurants Technology for example in general yeah and even like a lot you could see directly all these businesses that 
took advantage of their social media and grew immensely over this period of time and now we're so successful look at even even tiktok like yeah. look at tiktok would not be what it is today without, without the, the pandemic. pandemic that's literally why content creators started becoming popular that's literally why businesses started using that platform and it has completely changed the the course of history <laughs> it's yeah. crazy so i felt like okay this is my chance to really see if social media and i knew i wanted to go into social media i just didn't know if i wanted to work for a company and specialize in that um and then i came across this this um person on tiktok who did like that for a living literally owned a company that did social media management and i was like wow this is so fascinating so i took the time to take her course over the summer it's called level up with hannah eve just so you know <laughs> just gonna shout that out real quick um and it was eye-opening it was everything it changed my mindset on the whole thing and i finally believed in myself and i was like okay this is what i'm gonna do and i'm gonna give myself the time to fully invest in this and the ability to work with multiple brands and be out of my comfort zone rather than just be all in social media with one brand that's like not as exciting to me so i was super excited to just have my own clients and my own business mm -hmm. and i feel like the the uncertainty in 2020 made me almost believe in myself more and be like wow well i you know i could die tomorrow and i want to make sure i'm doing what i love and I'm not wasting this time. This like that's so precious. Yeah. So I I think in that way it really shifted my career path. I completely agree with you because my initial thoughts when I was graduating was I want a nine to five. I want the catty corner desk with my cute picture of the dog <laughs> and my husband like on my desk. Like I wanted that mm -hmm. so bad, that life. And like looking back and how short life is. I realized I didn't want that for myself. So kind of giving my backstory, mm -hmm. I had graduated May of 2020 with a degree in hospitality and tourism management. And then I minored in business. And when you think of hospitality, you immediately think of, you know, traveling and hotels and things like that. And I wanted to go that route. I was working at a hotel and like wedding venue so I really loved the wedding scene but again I wanted a nine to five I didn't want to work Friday and Saturday nights so I decided to go into event management but corporate event management so I went that route and I had sent out a whole bunch of applications so the head of my department really took the time to help me out and kind of set up connections and network with me to meet all these people in the industry and I had met some great people um and there was one job one job and I, I will never forget this job because it truly was a turning point for me and looking at the job description everything I could have asked for in a job I wanted this job so bad I like stalked the people who work there on LinkedIn and went in for an interview half of them were dancers one girl went to St. Joe's too, was familiar with the dance team and stuff. Like we had great conversations that didn't even have to do with the job, like before I even got there. So, and she said the reason that she picked up my application was because I taught dance and so did she. And she knows like 
what you need as far as like presentations and how you need to talk to people when it comes to teaching kids it really is a different breed so like I could never be a school teacher I really give them so many props because even being a dance teacher like it really is challenging and I always plan to like do that on the side so even the girl was like oh you know I still teach dance during you know when I work this full job and I was like oh my god that's great that's literally what I want to do so had a great conversation with her went in for the interview I genuinely felt like the interview went great it was with a whole bunch of people in the office it was like five or six people who kept jumping in and out on the interview so I left and I was very like high spirited I was like wow that went great Da, da, da. like this is gonna be great I'm gonna get a call this is amazing so a couple of days go by and I got a call and they wanted to bring me in for a second interview with like the executives okay great so I am already like on high like I'm like this is amazing I feel great I feel confident I went in and she said to me why do you want the job and I remember I looked at her and I said, I'm going to be completely honest with you. I'm sure my resume is not as spectacular as some of the other people that you're interviewing. I said, but if I had to choose a, a job description that I would want for the rest of my life, I said, this is it. I said, I will give you everything and anything I have because this is my dream job. Like you don't understand setting up corporate events. <laughs> it sounds so ridiculous <laughs> but in that moment like that was like that job description I like I can't say it enough that it was my dream job and she she even said to me she looked at me she was like wow that was a really good answer like you know if you get this like we're gonna be really excited to have you on the team so I was already like left again high spirits we were me and the girl were talking about like what dance competitions our kids were going to like whatever friended them on LinkedIn like really like made a lot of connections so I left and a couple days later I had gotten the phone call and I did not get the job. And when I tell you, I cried my eyes out like a little baby that I did not get this job because I felt like it was my dream job. There aren't many corporate event plan like planners at all, you know, especially corporate event managers. And this specific company did corporate events for all businesses so it's very different you're not working for like a specific company and I really like that and when I got the call I had asked her why of course you know you want that feedback and she said that they were going with somebody who had more experience and it broke my heart because I I knew I didn't have the experience I don't have experience and it was an entry-level job and I wanted it so bad it was literally like I wasn't even like high up like it was genuinely like $14 an hour whatever minimum wage was at that time maybe a little bit more and I remember just being so distraught and I was so heartbroken I don't know if that's the right word but I or d I was so discouraged because now it was like okay I didn't get an entry-level job like what am I gonna do now you know how do I navigate this if I don't have any experience how do I get experience like I was in that like catch-22 phase where you are losing no matter what you do so that was around the time that was summer so that was around the time that I like sh I remember I was on a jet ski when I got the call <laughs> like shut up shut up shut up I gotta answer this so and then I answered it on the water started crying on the jet ski and was like let's go and like ripped the jet ski through the water <laughs> I was so upset but I I remember being so discouraged and like how like 
oh, how do I navigate this? Like, what do I do? I talked to the head of my department, but again, everything was virtual. So it was like going through emails. Like I can't express like how heartbroken I was when I didn't get this job. Like I cried for so many days. It was ridiculous. So I, that was when I shifted and I decided, you know what? I'm working part-time as an essential worker in a pandemic. Like I'm home otherwise doing nothing. Like, let me just get my real estate license and do it. And jumped headfirst into that. It took me about three to four months to get licensed. And I immediately, after getting licensed, sent out postcards to all my family, letting them know, like, hey, I'm a real estate agent now. Like, you know, you can trust me. I work with a great brokerage who has amazing training. You know, I I know what I'm doing, (laughs) basically. You know, trust me to handle your real estate deals. And it worked out that one of my aunts, you know, happened to know somebody who was selling a house and called me and was like, we need somebody. And I was like, this is amazing. So I was able to get my first deal in a matter of a month of being licensed, which is almost unheard of. So it was very uplifting. Like, wow, I can do this. You know, normally it takes about three or four months before you get your first deal. And the fact that I'd gotten it right away, I was so thankful to my family for giving me the opportunity. And I remember about a year after I went on that interview, probably summer of 2021, this past summer, I had gotten an email from the girl who didn't give me the job. And she was like, hey, I just wanted to let you know that the person we had hired didn't work out. And we would love to have you back in for an interview. We kept your interview on file because we loved you when you came here. And we'd really like to speak to you. And I remember I was so conflicted because like I felt like I lost the part of myself that wanted that so bad like I felt like I wasn't that person anymore and I had grown so much and there was so much more I wanted for myself than working at a nine to five and I remember I it took me days to answer she actually emailed me again and was like hey just wanted to make sure you got my email follow up and I remember sitting down and somebody had said to me, if you want to do real estate, do real estate. If you want to go for that job, go for the job. But whatever you do, you need to put everything you have into either one. And I was like, you know what? You're right. And they were like, show them, show them that you can do it. Don't let anybody pressure you into anything. You know, do what makes you happy and go full force head first into it. And I was like, you know what? You're right. Real estate makes me so happy. I don't want to do event planning anymore. Like, that's not my goal anymore. That's not what I want to do. And I almost felt a little heartbroken emailing the girl back and saying, hey, thank you so much for thinking of me, but I actually decided to go into a different direction with my career. And it felt like that chapter of my life was now completely closed. I just want to say that in high school, Ashley wanted to be a forensic psychologist. (laughs) Um, So everything has really taken a turn. And I think the whole story you just told is a perfect example of everything happens for a reason. Because I obviously have been with you through all of that. And Mm -hmm. I think, you know, all through college, she wanted to go into corporate events. And it's you know it's all she Fiona talked about actually intru- Fiona and our friend Jess introduced me to hospitality and was like you know this major sounds like you like yeah because she was so like uncertain for so long and we were like yeah. you know I think you would love event planning I, I could totally see you doing yeah. that and I, I mean I still could and real mm-hmm. estate is somewhat related to that I just think knowing you personally and I think how you 
reacted to the letdown of not getting the first job is a direct reflection of like that was not meant for you yes because I think that that being at such a low point really pushed you forward to be like Mm -hmm. no I want to take control of my life and I want to do something that's going to make me happy and uplift me and give me satisfaction and there's nothing more satisfying than an employer coming back a year later and being like we made a mistake and yeah. we should have went with you or anyone, honestly. In your yeah, life. they didn't outright say that. But, but that's but what they said. Um, <laughs> but just in general, like there's nothing more satisfying than when someone or an employer or something and comes back. And you have the control to now say yes. yes or no. And you have already grown from that experience and you've shifted. And now they're saying like, we want you back or, you know, whether it's a partner or a job. Yeah, all of Fiona's exes have come back. All of my exes have come back. Uh, no, not really. <laughs> um, <laughs> not really, but in some way they have. Um <laughs> But just in general, there's nothing more satisfying than being like, I already grew from this experience. And, you know, I used to hope for this in my life. And now I don't want this at all. And I'm so happy that that didn't work out because now I'm in much better place. And I'm so much happier with where I am. And I think that I don't like you weren't supposed to be. Plus, you were in an industry that completely shut down basically during the pandemic. So it's not like you were going to grow much and. No, yeah. Yeah, when I had initially went on the interview, one of the descriptions, majority of the descriptions, because yes, we were going to do in-person events eventually, but at the time it was like, oh, you're actually going to be setting up Zoom meetings. Like that's Yeah, you wouldn't have even gotten the full experience of what you truly wanted. Initially, yeah. So I'm just so glad that you decided to go into real estate and you're so much happier now. Well, I'm I'm grateful I didn't get it. Yeah. Because it really, really changed me my too because life. then also five years from then you could have realized that's not actually what you wanted i genuinely think everybody at any stage in their life can you know say a time that like you know something that they wanted really really bad didn't work out and now you're going into something else or like it led to something better and you know when i was at a low point and i had wanted something so bad i remember being so upset that it wasn't working out my therapist had said to me go back in all the times in your life that you wanted something so bad and she was like write them all down write all these things that you wanted like even if you don't want them anymore it doesn't matter write down how bad you wanted it then go and write what these things led to I mean one of the best things to come out of this I think is this podcast like we probably never would have done it if we had taken the original paths that we thought were meant for us and I think it truly shows like everything happens for a reason. The pandemic completely shifted our mindset and we're so, so thankful for the growth that came along with that. And we're still learning as we go, you know, for our future and what's to come. And we know that, you know, some things we're going to want so bad, but some things are just not meant for you. And I think there's comfort in knowing that what's meant for you will come and what's not will go. And that's that. And I hope that you guys really resonated with some parts of this episode. I feel like a lot of people that listened to the first episode, I know them personally and I know that they can relate to this in some way because a lot of them are around our age or were really, really affected by this pandemic career wise Mm -hmm. or in school. So I hope that it really resonates with you and you're able to truly reflect back and be like, wow, you know, this really changed the projection of my life. But I'm so grateful this yeah. experience fiona and i truly gave an overview picture of how great everything happened to turn out 
but it truly doesn't show all the heartache, the anxiety, everything that was in between all those moments. Like we we really shined a light on all the positives, but there were so many times that we both like were calling each other, like feeling so low and like just didn't know what to do. And like I said, one of the my earliest memories of the pandemic is just feeling scared, like just terrified for what was to come because you know, when something that big happens, you don't know what to expect. It's so out of your control. And when something like that is out of your control, it's, it's terrifying. And I think that a, like a big theme for this podcast was just uncertainty. And, you know, when we graduated, we didn't know what we were going to do and we felt lost. And yeah. I think the pandemic really, really heightened all of that for us. Yes. You know, I think being 20, 21 to 23 has been like a roller coaster of yeah. emotions of, of am I doing the right thing? Am I making the right decisions for my future? And it just all this uncertainty. And obviously the pandemic just put that on blast. It was just yeah. crazy. So I hope that you can resonate. With yeah. This. And I hope that this helped you guys in any way possible. Yeah. And we're so grateful for all of you for listening to our podcast. Yeah, seriously. <laughs> Uh, if you can leave us some feedback, if you like this or not, if you didn't, yes, leave us a review wherever feedback. you listen to the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> leave us a review wherever you listen to the podcast on Spotify Unless or it's Apple a bad Podcasts. Review, then don't leave a review. Yeah, don't leave a review if you hate us. That's Only if it's five stars. <laughs> <laughs> I'll allow four and a half up. Mm, I won't. The four and a half is going to be my exes because I'm <laughs> 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 just kidding. They love me. Five stars. <laughs> God, you're gonna get a text after this episode. <laughs> I know. Um, <laughs> um, anyway, thank you guys for listening. Follow us on social media at Successful AF Podcast on Instagram and TikTok. And we do have a Facebook group out now, so make sure you definitely join that. We're gonna, you know, launch some cool things in there. So yeah, and we want to start lots of conversations. Hopefully, you guys have some questions for us that we can answer, or we can give you advice anything like that um <laughs> so we will see you guys next week see you next week